0: If you're a California conservative, a libertarian, a moderate Democrat, believe in common sense, or just a sane person, this is the political podcast
1: for you. It's the California Underground podcast. What's going on, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of California Underground. I have with me today Cynthia, uh, my trusty co-host, who is going to join me in commenting and breaking down. Noodle's recent presser that he had to rush and obviously get out uh, because Roe v. Wade, as we all know, the decision, the draft opinion was leaked this week. So every Democrat with a national profile decided, I got to make it all about me and and figure out how to grandstand about it. And uh, Newsom is no stranger to grandstanding. Um, And I figured, why not watch this presser? Because we watched it. We both watched it beforehand. And as we were saying before we just hopped on, this is a wild press conference full of stuff that I got about 30 seconds in. I'm, maybe not even that. Maybe I got like 10 seconds in before I had to stop myself and go, he really didn't just say that. That's unbelievable that he just said that. So, But before we get get started, how are you doing today, Cynthia?
2: I'm doing great. How about you?
1: I'm doing all right for a Friday afternoon, day after Cinco de Mayo. Um, not a big official Mexican holiday for everyone out there who doesn't know. Uh, even though someone wished me Cinco de Mayo walking out Chipotle, I guess they thought I was going to celebrate Cinco de Mayo at Chipotle, but, um, wild, yeah, so let's, let's hop right in before we get started, do you have any thoughts right off the top or do you want to save your thoughts for while we're in it and when we're, when we're finishing up or just, what do you think?
2: Uh, my preliminary like opinion is that like i'm personally 100 pro-life and just about every single instance however um i know you mentioned this in your coffee and politics wednesday streaming but um you know if you're in california um you know it's it's one thing to have like a a private and then like a political stance but you know if if and i say if because this is simply a draft opinion and you know with politics you can never be sure about anything until it's official right so even though i i i honestly believe this is going to be what ends up happening um it's not final until they make this ultimate decision um that being said if you're in california like politically speaking um i don't it's it's really not much is going to change. Um, if anything, the Democrats and the Democrats are doubling down on the state level, which I'm happy to touch upon later on. Um, but yeah, those are just my pro learning thoughts. I'm personally 100% pro life, but we're in California. It's It won't do much, but I still think it is a win, you know, just from like a personal and national perspective, even if it's not going to necessarily impact California politics in the way that I would want it to be. Uh, Mm -hmm. So I do want to just kind of share that with the viewers, my stance on that.
1: Yeah, and a lot of his presser uh, veers into fear mongering of some sort of slippery slope of what could happen with the Supreme Court. If the Supreme Court goes out and I I think I've said this before, this fear mongering that like the Supreme Court sits there and picks cases out of the blue and says, oh, I want to overturn this and I want to overturn that. That's not how it works in the Supreme Court. It, it, it starts at a trial court, and then it has to be appealed, and then it has to go to the Supreme Court. And there are thousands and thousands and thousands of cases that apply for this thing called a writ of certiori, which is Latin for, like, permission to go in front of the court every year. And the court only hears a small handful of those cases. So they don't get to pick and choose what, specific thing they want to go after every term they don't get to say oh i want to overturn uh, same sex marriage which is what they've been kind of pushing is that oh that's the next thing they're going to go after same-sex marriage well there hasn't been any substantial lawsuits about same sex marriage so there's nothing for them to decide and that's how the supreme court works and i think they they they're trying to make it sound like the supreme court is actively going after these issues and these rights um, when in reality, that's not how it works. Yet yeah, they have to wait for a case to come up through the the ranks and get to the court for them to hear it, and then they have to make a decision on it. So, um, but there's a lot of fear mongering. There's a lot of he he went off script uh, for most of it. I, I'm pretty sure all of it. I didn't see him look at a teleprompter or any sort of notes. And I don't know if that's Gavin Newsom at his best when he said when he goes off script. Um, and we'll get to the famous uh, transphobe moment as well. So. That's, that's a little bit into the video that he's now getting lambasted for. So without further ado, are you ready to hop in and, and hear the craziness?
2: Let's do it.
1: All right. I believe this was at, I don't know which parent parenthood it is, maybe L.A. Or it's in Los Angeles. It's Los Angeles. Okay, that makes sense why all the local news were covering it. Um, all right, let's hop in.
0: The Supreme Court uh, appears to have relates to rolling back uh, our constitutional rights the rights have been well established and affirmed over and over again uh, for close to half a century it's a remarkable moment Uh, i remember
1: okay so i apologize this is not our that this was not my fault the technical difficulties these were the loudest videos i could find for some reason he's in front of if you're not watching he's like in front of a bunch of mics so it's hard to hear he's outside um so i'll try and fix it in post post editing but um he did say there constitutional rights that have been enshrined and held up again and again and again throughout our country's history we're only about 10 seconds in and this is the first thing i have to stop at he must have short-term memory loss because he must have forgot that he himself was taken to the supreme court by a church here in san diego county down chula vista and he lost because he was trampling on the rights of people who want to worship, and he was trampling on their freedom to exercise their religion, which is a right that has been enshrined and held up again and again and again. So it's ironic already he's like talking about right protecting rights that have already been enshrined and protected when he himself already was taken to the Supreme Court not too long ago for trampling on rights that are enshrined by the Constitution.
2: You know when he says that all i think about is basically everything that's happened in california the past year is like oh really the guy that's been kind of pushing for mandates and all these other things you want to talk to me about bodily autonomy and freedom okay okay
1: yeah it, there's a lot of that it's it's funny now all of a sudden bodily choice or, or bodily autonomy and my body my choice is all of a sudden back on the menu again with the left so
0: yep receiving from my staff Uh, Ann Patterson, my legal secretary, uh, that political article. uh, And I said, is this the onion? Is this actually happening? Is this true? I honestly felt that way. So many ways it was predictable, but when you actually saw that decision, you started to flip through it. uh, It's just a remarkable moment in American history at a time when countries around the world are expanding liberties, expanding freedoms, expanding rights. Here we are in this United States of America about to roll back rights. Entire history of Constitution has been about the expansion of rights. The entire history of the United States has been about expanding rights, not restricting rights.
1: Expanding rights, <laughs> not restricting rights, because if there's anything California is absolutely known for, it's expanding rights under the Constitution. Um, not the Second Amendment, that's for sure. They are not expanding (laughs) rights under the Second Amendment. They're not expanding rights under the First Amendment, uh, considering that they passed the law or trying to pass a law that would create California's own disinformation board or their own Ministry of Truth, Uh, COVID, uh, worship, freedom of religion, I don't know, freedom to own your own business, the takings clause, any of that stuff? No, none of that rings a bell? Okay, so California has been trying to expand rights as much as possible under the the constitution
2: yeah the nerve um before i forget this was one thing i wanted to touch upon since we're on this topic of the constitution the biggest you know the issue of abortion is, is obviously very very touchy but the biggest reason that even people who even like more quote unquote moderate Republicans could agree upon why they support overturning Roe is because the right to abortion is not in the Constitution at all. Like constitutional scholars have have shared that's also that's probably like the, like the biggest unifying reason why this would be, in my personal opinion, the right decision, like all issues aside, as far as we like where life begins and whatnot. Um, I covered a presser for work on what happened on the california political side and how the democrats are combating this and I found it hysterical as Newsom's talking about, you know, expanding rights. Um, basically the presser was with all the female legislators at Sacramento and following the leaked drafted opinion, um, on Monday evening, obviously everyone was giving their statements. There were, political politicians on both sides nationally and statewide giving their takes Um, in California, the assembly speaker, Anthony Rendon, the, the Senate president Tempore Tony Atkins, and then the Gavin Newsom, they released like their own joint statement um, talking about how they basically wanted to make sure abortion, you know, is a is a protected right here in California, you know, doubling down, doing their thing, not that we're surprised, but at the presser, I even covered this, you know, for my report, but it was just hilarious like I I pointed out the irony is that the right to abortion is not in the Constitution and constitutional scholars have pointed this out. And at the presser, Atkins even admitted that the right to abortion is not in the California state constitution. So they wanna cover all their bases and introduce this constitutional amendment to make sure that it is in the constitution. So she admits that this isn't in the constitution for the state of California. Um, that's why they're covering all these bases. And even then, the legislature, um, they also have introduced a batch of, of bills um, some are still pending in the committee. Some, you know, have been pulled, but they did introduce a batch of bills to kind of cover all their bases, like on that side as well. Um, and there is one that does have a committee hearing in the next few days um, to make abortion, you know, quote unquote, you know, basically, basically make California a sanctuary state in 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 those kinds of terms uh, and a right. Um, so it's just really interesting to me the democrats they don't care about the constitution until it comes to this issue the democrats they don't care about you know they they talk about birthing people and then all of a sudden women is now relevant men and women Mm. are the only terms that exist when we talk about this issue it's really astounding to me
1: yeah and this is part of that fear-mongering of Uh, Well, if this decision is overturned or if Roe v. Wade is overturned, all these rights are going to be taken away from people when, in reality, I I touched upon this on Wednesday, Ruth Bader Ginsburg herself said that it went over, it, it went far beyond what it should have ruled because at that point, state legislators were already liberalizing to the idea of abortion meaning that there were more states that were not criminalizing it and they were just they were allowing it to a certain point i i haven't looked at the specifics of how many states outright ban abortion altogether i don't think there are many states that outright ban abortion even texas has what 15 weeks they have the heartbeat bill and florida has similar litigation or, or legislation that says after a certain amount of time you can't have an abortion um so uh, this idea that they're just going to take away rights when in reality, they're just taking away this decision and allowing the states to make their own decisions. And in California, I mean, you have all these people who are, are hopping mad about it, but it, it's not really going to change anything for California. So there's no rolling back of rights in California. Exactly. So let's keep going. Got, we're only three minutes in, and we, we got a lot more of Noodles' uh, Rambling to get through. It's not rolling back
0: rights, and this Supreme Court is poised to roll back constitutionally protected rights. And don't think for a second, don't think for a second, this is where they stop. And if you think it affects someone else over there, this is about you. I mean, if the right to privacy is not foundational, they're coming after you. They are.
2: Philip. Fill- the right to privacy. <laughs>
1: the right to privacy. Okay. Um, well, first you can see he's alluding to uh, this whole slippery slope fear mongering because it doesn't change anything in California. So you can't really scare people in California to be like, well, if they overturn this, you can't get abortions. Now in California, they're going to do everything they can, use all your taxpayer money to pay for it. Um, he Then he starts to go, well, you'll be the next person that they're going to start rolling back rights and you picked up on it too now all of a sudden there's a constitutional right to privacy and and what you do with your body just so we're clear this is the same Gavin Newsom and the California Democrats who pushed through a whole bunch of COVID bills the vaccine work group they called them to force private employers public employers everybody children all of that everybody in school to get a vaccine whether you decide to or not correct that's the same gavin newsom we're all on the same page
2: yeah and it didn't like collectively like the democrat apparatus as a whole they i mean to me like this makes my blood boil because yeah like obviously politically they even like nationally, like every time there was things to come for a vote to like lift any kind of emergency or mandates, I haven't seen a single Democrat like voting wise ever be against it. So there's that but another element like right to privacy, even like in real life, like amongst those that tend to vote Democrat, and even like the elected officials themselves. I remember they encouraged people to snitch on their loved ones if people were you know, they want to go celebrate the holidays or do different things, you know, and defy the quote, unquote orders, you know, they're the last people to me to talk about, you know, your right to privacy, they they mm-hmm. encouraged you to overstep those bounds.
1: Yeah, there was no privacy when it came to COVID. It was big brother was watching. We'll report you we will snitch on you. Oh, and you have to do everything that we say, Uh, regarding your own medical privacy and your own body. But now we're all worried about the enshrined constitutional right of privacy. 330. We're only three minutes and 30 seconds in of a 30 minute clip. So
0: in the blank, who, who is you? It's us. It's all of us across a spectrum of issues. You think for a second, same sex marriage, is safe in the United States of America? Give me a break. You heard an Indiana Senator. United States Senator, not retired. A current Senator, US Senator, start talking about Loving versus Virginia. I'm actually old enough to remember that Loving decision was determined in my lifetime.
1: I tried to look this up. Cause I was like, there, there's probably an explanation. I doubt he's accurately stating what really happened i couldn't find anything about what he's talking about regarding this indiana senate he didn't name which indiana senator he just said an indiana senator sitting indiana senator um talking about loving uh versus i think it's virginia loving versus virginia which for those who don't know was a supreme court case regarding interracial marriage which back at that time virginia outlawed interracial marriage So now he's lumping same-sex marriage and interracial marriage together saying that this is the goal of Republicans and the evil fascist Supreme Court is to get rid of same-sex marriage. And now interracial marriage will be outlawed as well. I mean, this court is just going to be on a roll. Once they get past Roe, it's just going to be, you know, they're just going to go one after another, like immediately, because that's how it works. They can just run through issues and say, we don't like this. We don't like that. We don't like this. So.
2: Yeah, it's really interesting to me. I, I also couldn't, I mean, I'm pretty act. I, I would say my most active social media platform is Twitter as far as me going on it and putting out content. And I couldn't find anything of what he's referencing at all. Um, So fear mongering on that point. Um, And then another point, I know that one funny blessing from it was just seeing the like all the memes of a justice clarence thomas like oh yeah like of course he's gonna (laughs) of Mm. course of course thomas is gonna like rule out interracial marriage um and for those who don't know he's 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 in an interracial marriage so um i just remember seeing those memes online but i didn't see anything from like a senator talking about like oh more cases are that um so yeah i just thought it was funny
1: yeah i i don't see i couldn't find it but um Not surprising that he's going to take something out of context um, and ramble off about it. So let's see what else he has to say.
0: Blacks couldn't marry whites in the United States of America. And he actually suggested, because that's unenumerated in the Constitution, that that should.
1: I'm sorry. Uh, This is a real this has nothing to do with his politics. Uh, If you're watching can he please button his jacket or not button his jacket it's really distracting that he keeps trying to button his jacket but he keeps failing to button his jacket he looks a little sloppy in this usually he's better dressed he looks a little sloppy um
2: my friend point out he's wearing a lot of makeup too
1: oh yeah i mean he loves wearing makeup and he probably got his hair quaffed perfectly for today Um, but his shirt looks all messy he doesn't look like his suit fits and stuff like that maybe that's why he couldn't figure out his button issue but it was really bugging me. I was like, either button it or don't button it. So be
0: on the docket for the U.S. Supreme Court. Just think about that for a second. And, and you don't have to think that far back. I'll never forget. You look at the lower court decision in Loving case. I'll never forget the decision. The judge, when sentencing Richard Loving to prison, said, God, sir, God never wanted the races to mix. Because God put different races on different continents, he said, for a reason. That was the judge's decision. How far removed are we from that kind of thinking today with this current Supreme Court? I'm serious. How far away, how far removed are we from that kind of thinking with this current majority on the U.S. Supreme Court? But it's not just.
1: I would say pretty far. Um, (laughs) I'm just I'm just going to go ahead and say. That was the lower appellate court. That was not the Supreme Court that he's talking about. Um, and this case has got to be oof, early 60s, late 50s. Yeah, you know, if I remember, it's like 56 or something like that. Um, don't quote me on that, but it's around that time period. So to give you an idea of how old this case is that he's talking about, he's trying to reference an appellate court judge who probably no one ever remembers from 70 years ago saying we're basically at that point where justices are acting like this i think we're pretty far removed from that sort of justice saying anything like that and like you mentioned before like clarence thomas like do you think clarence thomas holds that view about interracial marriage and that different races are on different continents because god wanted them that way or justice alito who is you know has grandparents who are from italy i don't think so like i just is that what he's trying to say is that that sort of judge is now on the supreme court um and then people who don't really understand what he's saying are probably listening to that and there's a girl in the background who give her credit for holding up that sign for so long because my arm would have fell off at this point the way she's holding it uh and she's sitting back there and she's just doing her unapproving shake in the head like mm-hmm. <laughs> and she probably thinks that's what the Supreme Court thinks. like this current Supreme Court thinks that that's what they think is that races should be segregated by continents Yeah,
2: it's just you're it's like really, speechless, you're like it, you're just just, speechless at the thought yeah, it's just it's just it' it's just yeah. that 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 was pretty much my entire thing i i I wondered what kind of comment well it turns out like i'll always have something to say because i'm pretty opinionated but um i was pretty speechless throughout this entire presser
1: yeah speechless is a good way to put it i I was flabbergasted i like that word flabbergasted
0: (laughs) just think about what president trump did during his just we always
2: got to talk about trump
1: we always got to talk about trump Oh, we always got to bring back. Just remember how horrible things were under President Trump. Just remember. Watch my finger. Watch this finger. About things are so bad under Trump. Okay, and and he doesn't really, does he, uh, let's see what he goes into about President Trump. Does he say what was so horrible about President Trump, or he just plays the fear-mongering card?
0: Federal judges, 84%. 84% white, 76% male, young federal judges, 54 of them on the appellate court. This is not just about the three on the U.S. Supreme Court. Pay attention, America. They're coming after you next. That's not hyperbole. It is not hyperbole. Watch this space. If privacy is not constitutionally protected, this opens up panoply of issues. So this is a profound moment. And yes, we're not going to be defeated, certainly not here in the state of California. In fact, we are going further. And while it's well established in statute since
1: I can't get over that, Uh, he can't button his jacket,
0: that we are reproductive freedom state, we are going to enshrine that codify that as we should in the state constitution. And I want to just applaud the leadership in the assembly in the Senate, Tony Atkins, Anthony Rendon, for not only supporting that effort, but embracing it in partnership with Planned Parenthood and its affiliates. And we'll be presenting that to the voters this November as an affirmative step to codify California's leadership. I wanna remind folks, where are they? Not just the richest state, fifth largest economy in the world, $3.36 trillion dollar economy. We're the most populous state.
1: Richest state, but always, one of the highest in income inequality as well. Yeah. Um, the last time I checked, I think we have income inequality that is on par with like Guatemala. So the rich in California continue to get rich. The highest salaries uh, I read from Cal Matters was executive and directors made around $200,000 a year. You know who was right behind them as the highest earners in California? Who? State legislators, so you had executives and directors and then you had state legislators are the next biggest group of people to make over $115,000 a year. And if you know here in uh, San Diego County, I think it's over like 200,000 as a supervisor you make. So you make some pretty good coin as a politician in California. Um, Richest state always likes to brag about the surplus and how much money we have. can't drive down a road without avoiding a pothole in a place like San Diego where there shouldn't be potholes. But yeah, let's keep bragging about how we're the richest state and we can spend money to fly people and travel people here for free abortions.
2: Yeah, meanwhile, people, we lost the congressional seat because the 2022 census showed that our population declined for the first time in history. You know, you know.
1: Yeah, and more people are leaving, more people are, are heading out, heading for the exit. And this is something just popped into my head. Everyone's talking about Elon Musk and why did he spend $44 billion to buy Twitter? He could have solved world hunger, right? That's what everyone said. Oh, he could have solved world hunger at $44 billion. Imagine what California could do with its surplus and all its money it has just for California homeless and hungry. Have we solved that issue? No. No haven't solved that issue but we he likes to talk about how we are the richest state and have this huge surplus so oh you know he's got it he's he's weaving in the themes the themes are these these white supremacists, evil uh, Supreme Court justices you know including Clarence Thomas who was another black face of white supremacy in his mind um, President Trump he's out there President Trump is remember how scary it was under President Trump and then he has to talk about we're, we're obviously the city on the hill California is so great that everyone should be like us look at me I'm, I'm running the best state in the entire nation because we're so rich we have all this money we're gonna let people come and get abortions for free We'll pay your your Greyhound bus ticket. It'll be great. We'll have medical tourism for abortions. And it sounds like he's he's getting ready for a presidential run, in my mind. But we already, oh yeah, he's definitely yeah. Getting ready for a presidential run. Oh yeah. Whether it's twenty twenty four or twenty twenty eight, he's he's gearing up. So.
2: Oh yeah, his body is ready.
1: Yeah, he's he's right. Re- he's got to work on the buttoning the the jacket though. If he's going to be on presidential campaign tours. Now, the next thing, the, the presidential campaign look, when he goes to Iowa, he's going to ditch the jacket, ditch the tie, unbutton, and then roll up the sleeves. That's the, the politicians have two modes, if you ever noticed. They have, I'm dressed, I'm in my suit, I'm ready to go, I'm here for business, I'm an important figure. And then when they're out there on the campaign trail, the second mode they have is no tie, no jacket, they roll up the sleeves. And that's the, i'm ready to get to work that's the i'm ready to to roll up my sleeves and get my hands dirty and get to work that's his that's the other one
2: i bet you would yeah go go ahead ahead. i was gonna say like oh and my one my one my one tip is when he rolls for virginia he's probably gonna add the sweater vest with that look
1: Oh yeah. The sweater vest. I just, sometimes you just want to see politicians dress normally, like just dress like a normal human being, like try and relate to people. You don't always have to be in a suit or like in a button down with your, your, your sleeves rolled up and look so formal. Um, I
2: agree. I agree. I mean, I guess
1: he tries with his, his jeans and his, his pullover that he likes to wear all the time, but we're getting off track. Now we're talking too much about his style and what he's trying to, Giving him style tips for when he runs for president. <laughs> and the most diverse state in
0: the world's most diverse democracy. And we punch above our weight. This is not a small isolated state, California. This is a state where we estimate eight point six million California residents are of reproductive age.
1: Eight point does that include men as well?
2: <laughs> the birthing I, I, people. <laughs>
1: does that include i want to know does eight point whatever number you just spit out include birthing people or is it just women that's the fact i want to know because that's very transphobic if you're only counting women as those who are of re- reproductive age
2: <laughs> oh my gosh 8.6 million Eight point six
1: million.
0: That's more than dozens of states combined
1: that's a lot of people who can get abortions. What we do
0: here is profound.
1: And Think about that, that. Eight million people getting abortions. Nor are
0: we naive? <laughs> but to expect, not just with the dozen or so states that have these trigger laws and the likelihood anywhere from 25, 26 or so states, the majority of states in America may roll back these freedoms of protection and criminalize doctors, criminalize caregivers, criminalize women we recognize california's unique status to stand above that and stand tall and stand out and our responsibility we've always felt it our responsibilities to others not just to the few 40 million proud californians but to others and so we'll have to do more we'll have to do better and we've been doing that we've, we've not sat back passively we've been anticipating sadly we've been anticipating this in fact we just sat down I, I said we had a meeting i think it was 6 or 7 months ago we laid this out and not one every single thing that's happened has happened i guess we just didn't know it was alito we knew it we, he was part of it so we've been preparing
1: what is it why why alito i don't i didn't catch that i have no idea why he's like we just didn't know it'd be alito
2: i think why? it's because like it was um like wasn't like the leaks draft opinion like from him or something
1: yeah it well he wrote the majority yeah, I, opinion but i i'm wondering why he's saying alito maybe because i guess he figured it would be it would be easier politically to if it was like kavanaugh gorsuch or amy Coney barrett yeah if it was one of those who wrote the opinion, then they could say, "Look, we told you Trump was going to be in office, and he appointed the Supreme Court justices, and look what they did—they overturned Roe v. Wade. They wrote the wow. opinion on it. So I guess they're pissed off because it's Alito who was appointed by uh, President Bush. Um, I guess they, or yeah, I guess they were waiting for the political expediency of." They want it to be one of the three Trump appointees. Yeah. We've been doing more
0: so we can do better. Protect the health, protect the safety of women and girls, particularly those of color. And let's just disabuse ourselves and all those men up there and fancy suits, and all their wealth and status and privilege.
2: <laughs> this is going to have a- Speak for yourself. <laughs>
1: Because <laughs> Seriously, ones, white members, man of, of privilege wealth, and wealth, the man who went to French Laundry.
0: One of those blue states. Top suit. How about those folks <laughs> that can't even afford a Greyhound bus ticket?
1: How about all of
0: those women and girls raped in states where they don't even make an exception for rape? Talk about extremists. Rape and incest. That's how extreme the Republican Party is in the United States of America. You want extremism. Rape and incest, they don't even make an exception. How many young women and girls? Maybe someone you know or love.
1: Not to get really off topic here. Rape, I can understand the argument. If incest is willing and consensual, what's the argument there?
2: I think, um, yeah, I think an important note is like when it comes to like those cases. Um, they're they're less than 1%. Like it actually isn't as much as people think because um, mm. like it is like it is something that I also encourage even conservatives or Republicans to dive deep into because I feel like it is a very, very complicated issue. And like, even like, even like for myself, like, I'm also still learning like, 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 I believe life begins at conception, but like for women, like they speak about like, oh, like at this week, this is when, you know, this is when the heartbeat begins all that. like Those are things that I still need to like, kind of know for myself, just like as someone who wants to have children someday. Um, but that I could, but that fact, I could tell you, because when I was learning more about like the abortion issue, um, that was certainly like a objection that I had or something that was on my heart, like, oh, like, what about these instances? And then I came to find out They're actually not as much as people claim and even still like i think that regardless it still brings back to like the heartbeat of issue um no pun intended which is that like we have to ask ourselves when does life begin and it begins at conception and so if people were to take that those instances and i guess like go back to the root issue of it which is like when does life ultimately begin um then it brings into that other scientifical question and then also brings into like the other moral facet which is like at what point do we have a right to say that we have the right to murder a child and the answer is no even in those extreme circumstances we don't have a right to really dictate the value of a life whether how it was conceived even in those instances where it is extremely grave and you know i guess in some lights somewhat unfortunate um so even though those issues are obviously extremely extremely Um, nuanced and very, very difficult to have. There are important to have, but I think it is also important to note that it doesn't dictate the value of a human life, no matter how one is conceived. And it's not our moral diction to really dictate if a life is more moral, not based off how it was conceived. But for the sake of like, Newsom, how he's demonizing it, what he it really is in my opinion he's going after the minority cases so in my mind he claims he's for minorities he claims he's for he's trying to stand up for women in my mind he's demonizing those women in those minority categories and Mm. and bringing them to light those demons that they went through um you know when it came to those decisions about to choose life or not
1: Mm. well said
0: finds out six weeks and a day later 15 weeks and a day later that they're pregnant they don't have the ability
1: there is a successful button a and then a successful speaker.
0: unbutton <laughs> the family I'll end on this I also find it just the height of perversity and absurdity that these folks a lay claim to freedom, but perhaps more insid- insidiously suggest that they're pro-life.
2: I just feel like at some point he, he hasn't I, I'm surprised he hasn't st- stopped and sorry bawling at, at some point.
1: Yeah, I'm surprised he maybe he's trying to avoid the crying because uh, you know he still has to try and appeal to those voters in Iowa in a couple of years. Um, he can't he can't cry too much. otherwise people in Iowa we're gonna I'll probably make fun of him. Um, that always haunted Cory Booker when he ran for president was that he cried way too much. Um, but uh, again, it's funny that he's always he's kind of lambasting the other side and saying, for a side that's all about freedom, it's ironic that they're pushing this. Uh, well, you know, if we if we're weighing out who was for freedom and who's not for freedom. Uh, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but again, let's look back to 2020 and part of 2021. Um, yeah. You were certainly, sir, you were certainly not for freedom at all. So uh, let's 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 keep the pro freedom talk to a minimum. Just because you're pro freedom on this issue does not make you pro freedom on everything. So, I, uh, you know what they say, those in glass houses,
0: yeah. Every single one of these folks that are out there trumpeting and championing this decision have consistently opposed prenatal care support, consistently opposed child care, consistently opposed paid family leave, consistently opposed all things to actually strengthen the family and provide the support for someone to live their lives out loud, to support working moms, consistently. The one group of people that over and over and over again oppose all of those supports, and they claim to be pro-life. They're pro-birth. That's all this is about.
1: Uh, Yeah, I mean, a lot of people, I assume, if you phrased it that way and said, are you pro-birth, I think a lot of people would say they're pro-birth. Are you pro-birth?
2: Yeah, of course I'm pro-birth.
1: Yeah, I don't I think want, if you walk want... around and said like are you pro-birth people are gonna be like i'm anti-birth I, I don't want anyone to ever be born i hope no one's ever born yeah it's a weird way to state it yeah and, and the way he phrases it that these people are always against paid family leave and expanded child care well it, it's because of the way they're delivering those things I personally wouldn't want my child to be in 18 years of public schooling or government run daycare and schooling. And that's basically what they want. They want your child from the youngest age possible. I don't know, what do, what age do you start sending kids to daycare? I'm not really up on that, three, four, or something like that.
2: Something like that.
1: So they want your kids from that age all the way through high school until they're 18. I think that's the that's the straw man argument is that it's not necessarily they're against that. I don't think you should be against daycare or having a place where working families can send their children. I think people are mostly against government run daycare and government required parental leave.
2: Yeah, it's more of like the nuances, like when they discuss family leave, I think it's more of like if the people that look typically the republicans when they look at the meat and potatoes of the legislation they're proposing um it's it's basically like anti-family when it boils down to it it's basically any attempt to kind of strip away the parental rights and make it more about the government as the head of the family and not necessarily like the parents making these decisions like it's and it's basically more government which i i mean again like if there was any kind of like black and white contrast between a democrat and republican like the basics are like republicans typically they typically aren't for more taxes they typically are for less government you know they typically are for more gun rights like those are just very basic kitchen table issues i think everyone knows even if you're not even if you're not into politics so it's very it's um yeah newsom's language is very very colorful to say the least
1: yeah and it's just it's you give them credit because the way they frame the argument does make it sound like if someone who's not paying attention, oh, yeah, maybe they are. Why are they against daycare? Yeah. Well, no, because he's leaving out that he, we're against like federally mandated Department of Education daycare because our public schools in California are just absolutely killing it. Would you want to send your little child to a California-run daycare? I, I don't think so. When you look at what we're in the bottom 45 when it comes to math and reading. So let's pump the brakes on. Maybe California should just focus on making sure their schools are better rather than expanding to daycare.
2: Yep.
0: It's the pro birth party. And then you are on your own, consistently opposing all of those supports Hell, they don't even believe in climate science talk to me about being pro-life
1: spare me also <clears throat> if you're so you're you're, you're has it what's the best way to, to kind of state this you're free you're, your party is for basically unfettered abortion yet you're also for unfettered daycare as well. Just to be clear, you want both. <laughs> Am I? Uh, that's did that? I don't know. That seems weird to me. But I'm trying to wrap my head around that. Like, yeah, there's pro birth and like there's pro life. I don't know. That was weird to me. I don't know where I was going with that point. But maybe someone could figure out what I was trying to say, put it in the comments.
0: <laughs> your body your choice. It's a hell of a moment to live in like you say
1: successful button
0: we will stand tall we will stand firm and we will affirm the constitutional currently constitutionally protected rights of women and girls the reproductive rights and freedoms in california
2: even though he pointed out that this was not in the constitutional righties that's why they're introducing constitutional amendments to include it in the state constitution but okay
1: yeah
0: by punching above our weight, working with other like-minded leaders and governors and legislatures all across this country. And we're not going to roll over. We will not back down. And we will continue to fill in the gaps and address the disparities that continue to persist even in a state like ours. Even in California, even in California, women and girls still have to travel long distances to access their reproductive rights, even in California.
1: It's a even big state. In
0: California, though we're changing, you <laughs> we still have women, and girls that can't afford the co-pays for procedures and care. That will change in January, even in California. Can you imagine how so many others are suffering in all these other states? So, this is a, a powerful moment. Uh, personally, for young kids. I had to explain to my kids. I can. I. I had some other friends of mine said i had a hard conversation because the first conversation very young kids about what Roe is what
1: i um this feels like those those twitters or, or those tweets that are now constantly like made fun of about like somebody says oh my five-year-old came running into the room and, and asked <laughs> What does the Ukraine invasion mean for NATO alliance and whether we're strong or weak on the world stage? And I responded, it shows that we're weak, thanks to President Trump. And then we <laughs> cried together. <laughs> like, it, the, that yeah. story makes it sound like I sat with my children and explained what Roe v. Wade meant. And we sat and we cried together. I don't think yeah. kids really care ab- about abortion. Um and that sounds like a really weird topic to have. That sounds, I, it sounds like a weird conversation to have with your your young children. So
2: no, I agree hundred percent. Um, I don't think kids care about abortion or this issue at all. It's it's very complicated. It's not it's not it's not even interesting in the slightest, to be honest with you. And then the second thing is like of all the things to like sit down and like have a talking with your kids. Um I just think again, like, even though I'm pro life, I always aim to, to be as delicate and as compassionate, and empathetic as possible, because there is a lot to it. And I'm, and I'm always very willing, in fact, I have changed people's minds on this issue. And so I take it very seriously. And I try to go about it as delicate as possible. However, um, I'm not going to sit here and lie and be like, yeah, like, I think this is a really, really great discussion to have like imagine like sitting down as a father and having to sit with your daughter and be like yeah it really sucks that you know you're not going to be able to get an abortion on demand like you know like just even like the people that are more pro-choice or even if like when we talk about the nuances about when abortion should be legal or illegal whatnot you know there is some kind of boundary that there's there's some kind of boundary of humanity people have when discussing out even like the people who are more pro-choice like at least they're going to be like yeah but even though I think the government shouldn't be quote unquote involved and you know I just think that it's not it's still not birth control like they at least have some kind of like regulation right like they there's some Mm -hmm. kind of elements where like hey like I just don't think abortion is birth control even though I believe in it or whatever right um and so when I think about what Newsom said it's just like you're basically, he's basically depicting like the most inhumane position that one can have, even if you're someone that is evidently pro-choice. And I think it's disgusting and it's immoral.
1: Mm-hmm. Just to everyone in the comments, I do see you, I see all your questions I see the questions are lighting up, we're gonna get to them in a little bit. I do wanna finish up, we'll finish up in a little, couple minutes because there's like five or six more minutes where it gets really interesting and then we can, we can go to questions
0: privacy is, choice, those are hard conversations with young kids, but they're conversations we're all having that we prayed we never would have to have.
1: I mean, they're hard conversations with little kids because uh, I don't think little kids understand what the heck you're talking about.
0: Because we thought we were living in a country that was expanding freedoms and choice and providing sanctity, not only for those decisions to be advanced in privacy, but also protecting people's right to privacy is a foundational principle in our democracy and republic. So I'm grateful for.
1: Again, respecting the right to privacy, just not vaccine mandates. Just don't talk about those. (laughs) When it comes to that, just don't talk about that. We can inject your body with whatever we want.
2: Whatever we want.
1: Whatever we want, because we made it law, so
0: all the incredible
2: work of Planned
0: Parenthood. 108 affiliates in the state of California. I'm really proud of our legislature, proud of our legislative leadership. We look forward to going in front of the voters, affirming this constitutional right uh, in our state in the Constitution, not just statute, because we now recognize the vulnerability of the moment we're living in and continue to work with others all across this country and continue uh, our efforts to call out the hypocrisy uh, that we see across this nation.
1: I apologize. I can't. I turned my volume all the way up. I couldn't hear what this guy's saying. So I try to make out what the questions are.
0: No, and I, and I think it's the right question. It's a hard one for me because this is so much more pronounced and profound than just sort of an electoral frame. Though elections do have consequences, and we saw that with, with Donald Trump.
2: Oh, my God.
1: I guess that's uh, I guess the question had something to do with, do you think this will have an effect on the midterm elections? And he tried to skirt around it as opposed to him just coming out and saying, no, absolutely. We are taking full advantage of this and running with this for the midterms because we have nothing else to run on this midterm. So this is going to be our issue.
0: Putting my political hat, I hope so. This is never happened in our lifetime. We're taking away rights that have been affirmed over and over again and well-established. They are taking them away. Wake up, America.
1: Nobody's taking away any right. I don't understand this. And he keeps saying rights as in plural, but I I don't know what rights that are being taken away since states can decide on their own. It's not like it will be illegal in California, so...
0: Yeah, wake up to who you're electing. I love I love that appalling silence. It's all about this headline of this leak, this leak, the right to privacy against leaks, I guess, that matter more than the damn decision that is apparently pending. They have a hard time even defending this moment when they're wholly responsible for this moment. And so I hope people uh, hold these elected officials into account or to account. And I hope they consider the positions of those they are supporting uh, or opposing in this election. And I I certainly hope it has an impact, but that's not what this should be about foundationally because it's so much more profound than just a situational election.
1: It's so much more profound than the election, which we're going to take full advantage of to help win elections. We're going to make it seem really, really important.
2: Yeah even though I I have a feeling this really wouldn't impact. I think that they're really, really trying very hard to stop the impending red wave that's likely going to happen. Um, and I just don't, I think that, I mean, that that's just my theory on why the leak happened. Otherwise, why would it like out all the cases that this could have happened? Mind you, they saw the Marshall court and the FBI. So rest assured we will find out who leaked it wink wink um yeah but it, it boggles my mind up all the things of all the cases where that happened it had to be this one around this time like it's mm-hmm. it's just really it boggles my mind in me um so in my purpose my theory not not it's not there's no facts yet but my theory um i think it was an attempt to kind of you know stop republicans from getting a lot of massive wins and i don't think I think that it's not gonna it help the Democrats at all. I think, if anything, it's um, it's uh, making it worse. Like they're basically they're dying on their hill, they're digging in their claws, and it's it's really kind of astounding the train wreck mm-hmm. that they have.
1: And no one on the left ever talks about how this is unprecedented. That there actually is there was a leak. Like like Adam Schiff said, I don't give a damn about the leak. I get I care about the opinion. Well, you should care a little bit about the leak because it's never happened before in Supreme Court history that they've leaked a decision like this. It does kind of create a trust issue with the Supreme Court. And that's this is what we're seeing right now is exactly why they don't leak opinions and you don't see them before they're actually final opinions because the idea is they're supposed to be decided based on the law and the facts, not on public sentiment. So,
2: Yeah, agreed. Exactly the well,
0: we're, well, we've been doing that we, we don't we don't you know we didn't i guess the, we've been doing a lot let me let me back up i think you know it's, it's always a like this what are you going to do next but i really think it's important to talk about what we've been doing pretty consistently i mean no other state in the union is doing more. To
1: protect I think the question is, what is California doing why I in response to this? Board. We
0: were doing In anticipation of this because it led to a series of initiatives and bills, led to a new task force that was created, we went through a series of recommendations, including dealing with copays that we enshrined in our budget that will go in effect in January, we went to the expansion of support for providers, supplemental support, half a billion dollars that we provided uh, to support our caregivers, we went to part and parcel of our $1.7 billion workforce ask of the legislature because we have issues of recruiting and retaining. I
1: I noticed all behind him, I mean, I'm no biologist, but I noticed that it it appears to me that there are a bunch of women behind him. I don't see any (laughs) men behind him, right?
2: No, no birthing people.
1: There were no birthing people behind him this whole time, so... I think that's pretty interesting. There was a guy, I think there was a guy in the top left, but maybe they grabbed him and said, like, we're gonna, we're gonna pull you out of the frame because you're not a woman, so.
0: <laughs> uh, it's gone to a series of other recommendations that are going through a legislative process in a budget where just in two weeks, I'll be putting out, for example, supports for a new portal, a new website, to provide culturally competent access to people across the spectrum so that they know their rights and they know uh, where those supports lie in the state. So we are initiating all of the above in ways that no other state has ever done. We also, and it's important to know, and I want to be sensitive about this, but when people come in for care, we take care of them, period. That goes to your question, regardless of their ability to pay, regardless of their status across the spectrum, and that's been well-established here in the states, a principle we hold dear. And I should just note, um, the 108 affiliates of Planned Parenthood and Planned Parenthood provide-
1: He's care- talking about a lot of gobbledygook, but there's a line in here that well, meaning I think cracked me up. This is
0: not just about the issues-
1: It's uh, coming up. I know it's it's within thousands the-
0: Thousands and thousands of people- In the 18 care- minute mark. The state, not just for abortion as well, that we're already providing. And so that's baked into who we are and what we do. And to the extent that that need will grow, as uh, dozen or 20 plus states uh, restrict that access, California uh, will do its best to provide for as many people as we can.
1: Again, can't hear the question. So if you're listening to dead air, it's we because we pass. can't hear the question.
0: They matter, we care. Uh, I hope we're a little bit of beacon of hope, a bright light, that they're not alone. They shouldn't be scared. They shouldn't feel isolated. I want folks to know in California they shouldn't feel alone. Access to reproductive health is legal in this state. I want to remind all Californians, regardless of what you're seeing up in the nightly news, the cross currents of that debate here in the state of California, um, we're doing more and providing uh, 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 much deeper and and. and uh, and, and better service. Uh, and I want folks to know across this country that uh, we're going to fight for them as well, not just here in the state of California. Success leaves clues. California, as I said, punches above its way. California has a profound impact on policy across the nation on a spectrum of issues. And I also, may I say this, and perhaps I'm getting a little out for all those businesses, the idea that you're moving your companies to states and then you have to pay for your employees to travel back to the states that you made them move maybe they should start reconsidering some of those decisions as well
1: to all those businesses who moved out of California I say this to you the one benefit you overlooked with your employees is unfettered access to abortions did you think about that when you moved I don't think you did Now you're right. That's that's you know I think all these businesses are going to come rushing back to California because of their stance on abortion. And I don't know what he means by they have to fly people back to California if they've already moved to like states like Texas or Florida. Like if they've moved, they're there. They're not sending anyone back to California. <laughs> but yeah, I guess that's that will cause all these businesses to come rushing back not the the tax rate or the regulations or anything like that that will cause them to come back
2: yeah they're like yes we can finally add abortions to our benefits for employers yes you know
1: that that was the sticking point when we found every new hiree whether they were well qualified or not they said do you give free and unfettered access to abortion and because we're in texas we said no and uh they left and we have nobody and there's nobody to build our tesla cars um and I think we should move back to California for that specific reason.
0: Well, this is- You know. ...across the spectrum at the end of the day for women and girls, this is an economic issue. Make no mistakes. That's why this is about equality. This is about women's rights. It's so foundational. Sorry, Tucker Carlson. It is deeply. And that's why issue of economics also needs to be a big part of this.
1: Sorry, Tucker Carlson. I'm hoping it's coming up soon. It's it's, it's pretty funny.
0: <laughs> has, has anyone been paying attention to what the hell's happened in this country in the last six nine months?
1: I think a lot of people have been paying attention. Uh, <laughs> a lot of people have been paying attention. To what's been going on in this country for the six past months? How about the past two years? We've been talking about what the hell is happening in this country, specifically in California. We've been paying attention. To what's happening yeah. in this state? So. Yes, a lot of people have been paying attention, and <laughs> I I think that will bear out in the midterms. Um, I, and I would fa- I would say a lot more people who didn't used to pay attention are now paying attention. So,
2: because of him,
1: because of him specifically, I think a lot more people are paying attention.
2: Yeah, hey,
1: what that guy Desantis, it, DeSantis or something <laughs> Santos? <laughs> okay, okay, just, that, <laughs> that was it just stop just stop 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 the the uh, stop the facade you know who Ron DeSantis is okay <laughs> this cute little game of that uh, 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 governor uh, DeSantis de DeSanto I, I don't whatever, whatever his name is you know who he is and because you've tweeted at him and you constantly tweet about what happened with the don't say gay bill and disney and what's going on in florida with how they were free under covid so don't i I know he was trying to be cute and do the little slight of like you're not important enough for me to know what your name is you know who ron desantis is okay he's likely going to be your opponent in 2028 so it just just pump the brakes on the the faux I don't know who you are you're below me attitude I, I when I heard that I actually laughed out loud
2: <laughs> yeah I thought it was hilarious it reminded me of when um he did a presser and he um he was he was someone brought he was talking about the recall or something it was like after he won and he was like oh I, like it slipped my mind like and he basically like pretended acted like he didn't know who larry elder was it's just like bro you just spent like you just for you just raised over 10 million dollars for a recall to do ads against him like you know who larry elder is
1: yeah and yeah so i thought
2: of i, it, I heard that it was hilarious
1: yeah either this is one of those issues where either you're playing dumb because you want to talk down to him that's fine you're trying to do a cute little slight at ron desantis the the polar opposite of you when it comes to governors Yeah. or you're incompetent to the point that you don't know one of the most popular governors in the united states yeah that's your that's your two choices either you you don't know who he is because you're incompetent and you're a moron or you're just playing This cutesy little game, but when he said it was oh, DeSantis, DeSanto, it's like you got his name right the first time. Okay, you don't have to pretend like you don't know who he is.
0: Yeah, doing in Florida, the attacks on the LGBTQ community. I mean, they're going after now social emotional learning. I mean CRT. I mean, just completely made up out of whole cloth. I mean, if there was
2: any state that has
0: CRT,
1: I guess CRT
2: is social and emotional learning. Okay. California.
0: So now it's about social emotional learning. They're coming after that next. They're banning books. They're banning books. This is 2022. Check your watch. Anyone paying attention? What the hell's going on? It's not just about January 6th. Voter suppression. Oh, right? <laughs> police
2: forces
1: getting Oh wait, yeah, you got to get January. Oh, we got We
2: got to talk. We got to talk about January 6th.
1: This is like a drinking game. You know, every time he yeah. mentions Trump, every time he mentions January 6th, anything like that, he's got. He's got to get it in there
0: um yeah a private police force to send down to la to make sure we're make monitoring local elections this is extremism at a scale level i've never i never experienced in my lifetime wake up america that's all this is about wake
1: up and some people I, I there's just, something wrong with the idea of people
0: Future ex-governor,
1: guy was there's something wrong with the idea of people making sure that election laws are enforced there's something wrong with that That's radical in California. Election laws.
2: I'm clutching my pearls.
1: Yeah, election laws. We don't need those stinking election laws. (laughs) Poor
2: kids,
0: wake up! And I say that as a father. I say that as a Californian, as American. Wake up, America!
1: Wake up, America!
0: Because rolling back your fundamental constitutional rights has a profound impact across the spectrum of issues. It's a foundational issue. Everything's built off that fundamental right. Freedom. I mean, if guys like me were getting pregnant every day, you, I mean, does anyone think this? This is comical.
1: Transphobic. <laughs> I'm sorry what transphobes say what <laughs> i i thought men could not get pregnant <laughs> oh but now because men are making the decision about roe now it's pregnant men can't get pregnant now because i it's hard to wrap your head around the logic they they you get whiplash they move back and forth so fast so
2: i know it's hard to keep track
1: Uh, All right. Well, I didn't want to go on too long. It does go on for another 10 minutes. There are a bunch of questions piling up. So if you have some time, do you want to answer some questions from the chat?
2: Yeah, let's do it.
1: Awesome. Okay. I know uh, the people in the chat have been waiting patiently and thank you for sticking with us through the whole press conference. Um, There's a lot. Bearing it with us. (laughs) Yeah, we, I hope we tried to make it as enjoyable as possible for you. Um, some people are like, I wouldn't watch this stuff if it wasn't for you. I wouldn't sit through any of this stuff. But it's important to sit through this stuff. So um, Amy asked, what can we do as taxpayers if we don't want our money paying for these abortion vacations? He's suggesting Newsom makes me want to vomit. Um, well, in terms of what, uh, how to stop vomiting when you look at Newsom, I don't have an answer for that. Uh, Dramamine might work, but... Uh, what can we do as taxpayers if we don't want our tax money i would say there's likely it would have to be a unique argument of someone to make a a legal argument of whether or not this is an infringement on someone's religious beliefs um I'm, i'm trying i'll have to look back in the supreme court archive But I believe there is a Supreme Court case where you can't force people to use their tax money to support religions or beliefs that they don't necessarily agree with. Um, So it's kind of like the whole issue about, like, can we send taxpayer money to parochial schools? Um, That might be it might be along those lines. So hopefully there's a brave attorney out there somewhere and there's a brave litigant who wants to kind of take Newsom to court on this in terms of like in federal court. It could work who knows and if it gets up to the to this specific supreme court then there may be a chance to say like you can't use taxpayer money to basically give free and unfettered abortions if you don't believe in it on a religious stance yeah sd sartor says do you think states will have actual outright bans on abortion because whether we like it or not we don't introduce many deterrents like sex ed or promotion of or better foster programs um i don't think it's not going to be an outright ban and that's the big misnomer that i the left is pushing um they're making it seem like if this happens abortions will be absolutely illegal across the country and that california and, and newsom's trying to make it seem like he's he's doing some brave thing by standing up to the federal government it's just going to go back to the states and states like California will have the ability to do whatever they want. Um, States like Texas will be able to do whatever they want. And that's basically it. It's not going to ban abortion. It just doesn't protect it on the federal level. And if the federal government for some reason wants to enshrine an actual law, then they can go ahead and do that. But that was always the, the critique of Roe v. Wade is that, the court took the power out of the elected representatives hands
2: yeah i think if you if there are red states obviously they're gonna this is kind of like their green light to do more of what they want of course and if you're in a blue state i it won't impact it it really depends on the state legislature because they are the ones that make these big decisions like this so it depends on you know the demographics of the state um but overturning Roe v. Wade would certainly help, especially if you're someone that is an advocate for life.
1: Yeah, and I I think the the point that even Ginsburg was trying to make is that, and this is what if you're going all the way back to the founders, the reason that they we have so many layers of government between the state legislators, and federal government is that it really comes down to It's supposed to be local politics, that local politicians represent you the best out of anybody. Um, And if you go to an area where the politicians don't represent you, I mean, for many Californians, that's what it feels like every single day. Many of the politicians don't represent you. And if it comes to a point where you either you have two choices, you can either get involved and try and change your elected representatives or. You can move to places that do have elected representatives that represent you more. And I think that was always sort of the intent was, if it's important to your legislators who represent you, it will go one way or the other. If not, I mean, that's really how we're supposed to have our voice in this. Not the Supreme Court, just whole cloth legislating for the entire country. That was never the intent. Let's see. Um... As the Sartor follows up, eventually they will begin to see more problems if they don't allow exceptions for abortion, such as rape, life-threatening, and a decent amount of time for abortion. The current Florida bill is the perfect mix between pro-life and pro-choice. I haven't read the Florida bill in its entirety, so I don't know um, the details yeah. of it. But but I'm, ass- I'm sure most bills that are being introduced at this point that are considered really restrictive um, are... 30 40 years ago would have been incredibly liberal so to put it to put it one way like the abortion wasn't really decriminalized in california until the 60s so if that gives you an idea of back in, in the 70s abortion was just starting to be accepted and bills like texas or florida would have been really radical back in the day but now they're seen as the most conservative and, and restrictive. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Someone said, but how else could they spark the riot season? They need a leak. Yeah. They <laughs> the summer, well, the
2: Summer of Love is coming, so.
1: Yeah, the Summer of love's on its way back. Summer of Love uh, tour is is ready to, to launch um, pretty soon. So get ready for that. And I don't think that's going to help. The left either to see um antifa and anything like that out there and making noise and um and and i still don't understand how it's okay if antifa shows up on the steps of the supreme court screaming they want to burn the effing place down that's not that's fine that's just part of protecting democracy but people who were let into the capitol building by security guards and wandered around. That was an insurrection, right?
2: Oh, and we would be amiss if we did not mention our girl, Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> oh, <goodness.
1: laughs>
2: she, With her, she,
1: her acting Go. was spot on.
2: Yeah, like, you know, she does her thing, you know, starts clutching her pearls. And all I could think of like, I see her clips online is insurrection. This is okay but whatever happened on the darkest day since 911 whatever trump said that was an insurrection but okay okay
1: yeah yeah and so if she's running around saying saying stuff like that is she now going to be brought up for inciting insurrection against the US government um my one of my favorite and i say that sarcastically marjorie taylor green was actually cleared i saw before we hopped on the podcast in her trial the judge mm-hmm. said they did not prove that she had anything to do with the insurrection off topic but i thought that was pretty interesting that we're now at the point where the left is actively taking politicians to court to try and paint them as insurrectionists even though they have absolutely no evidence that they were insurrectionists yeah so i i can only see the ads now are going to be an ominous voice. They'll show footage of January six. They'll show footage of Donald Trump. They'll show footage of the three justices who were selected by Donald Trump. And they'll say your rights are being stripped out from under you. Something like that. And that it'll just be in that like red overtone of like scary. They're coming to get you. So vote Democrat.
2: You should be a Democrat consultant, Phil. You would make it this yeah. cycle. Yeah, yeah, I should. <laughs> I mean, I, I,
1: I, I would make so much money. I'd be like, guys, this is the idea what you're going to go with. And they'd be like, great. Here's $100,000 for your idea. It'd be an easy life. But um, All right, I think that's it for the questions. Uh, any final thoughts before we wrap up for today um,
2: um, on,
1: on the whole thing?
2: just a couple things. The first thing is that I do think that it is going to be interesting to see this dynamic in California, regardless, because I do, I think we both agree a hundred percent because we do know, we know how this works and that, you know, when the decision gets finalized because what leaked is simply a draft. So I think the judges should just, they should just, they should just, you know, come forth and, and end it mm-hmm. right now. I just feel like the longer they drag this on, the worse it's getting. Um, that's my opinion. Um, regardless, even though I know in California it, it wouldn't necessarily impact as someone that is pro-life. Um, I still think it's still going to be very interesting to see how political candidates in this cycle answer for it because unfortunately, you know as as touchy as this issue is, it is a political issue. Um, Some mm. people say like, oh, like it shouldn't be political. Well, I'm sorry, but it's in legislation and, you know, there's laws, so it is political. Like, I know it's touchy, but it's a political issue. So I think it's going to be interesting to see in this cycle how California conservatives and Republicans are forced to take an issue or a stance on it when they're not, when it's not relevant. Like, for example, I know people that ran for school board here in San Diego and they got asked about their stance on abortion. It's like, uh, school boards don't answer that. But now I think it's going to be interesting how people are going to have to be forced to, you know, have an answer for it. And if I was advising someone, I would simply tell them that like, if it's not relevant to your job position, you shouldn't be saying anything because then you're just gonna get pushed to a trap. That's what I would advise a candidate. Um, But if it is going to be brought up, like for example, if running for the state assembly, they are introducing laws for abortion, so you do have to give your stance on it. Um, if you're a Republican, I would just be honest and say, Hey, we do have a veto proof majority. If I was pro life, I would vote for life. However, just know that there is a veto proof majority. My goal is to get in office, make sure I cast that mm-hmm. vote for life, and I want to help make sure there's more Republicans in there so we can, you know add balance the legislature. So we're not, you know, an abortion on demand state, just things like that, right? So if it's relevant, obviously you are going to have to be forced to take a stance if, even if you weren't going to before, and then I would advise if you are running for office and abortion is not in that, like, don't bring it up. It's already going to make it worse. But even like, for example, for statewide Lonnie Chan, who's running for a controller, like there's people that are pounding him to give a stance on it. And he released a statement that basically like, you know, He said it was basically alluding he's not gonna, you know, give an opinion about it because Mm -hmm. he's right and that like um trying to be a fiscal watchdog has nothing to do with abortion. You know, he's smart, like he knows this is the play it's gonna give. So I think it's gonna be very interesting to see how this plays into California politics because it is going to be because it is a political issue. And then my last thing before I hand it off to you is that. You know i wasn't always i didn't always have the same stances on abortion so i encourage everyone that's listening um definitely pursue the truth um i recommend looking at lila rose and abby, abby johnson um they're two of the the best thought leaders in this movement for pro-life for for pro life um abby johnson has a memoir and a movie called unplanned because she used to be she used to work. Planned Parenthood, and then she saw what an abortion is, and that changed her life completely. Um, Lila Rose also did like investigative reporting on Planned Parenthood, so they have organizations about. So I recommend checking out um, Live Action. I recommend checking uh, Save the Storks, um, and then I know there's Students for Life. There's another organization that does that. So I definitely just recommend for you to you know open your heart to to this issue. It is very very sensitive, but. Um, you know i just think that it's important you know the issues of family and children and if you have any questions all or if you have issue if you have you know opinions or want to have a conversation about this topic you know you can contact me on social media like i've mentioned i've changed people's opinions about this issue and i'm you know i'm very opinionated about it but i think you'd be surprised how incredibly compassionate i am about it too so if you are really interested in learning more about it then you know hit me up in the dms i'm happy to have a conversation about it
1: yeah i think i've said um a lot of what I want to say, uh, Amy brings up a point, up, get out and vote in the primary election. The primary election, very important for people who are not aware, is coming up June 7th, correct?
2: That's correct. And then the mail-in ballots, They're... you're going to be getting them uh, next week. So just be on the lookout. But you are you should be receiving it next week or in the next week or two.
1: Yeah, so for people who aren't aware, make sure you vote in the primary. And especially here in California, that is really crucial because it is a jungle primary so it's the two top vote getters it's not automatically r and d it's you're not always going to get the two choices so when people say how come i never get to choose a republican well because the republican didn't make it past the primary most of the time Um, so if that's something you want to see make sure you go out and get people interested and get and go vote and keep an eye out for it's june 7th look at your keep an eye on your mail you should be getting your, you probably already gotten your sample ballot and all that. And I got, I got a sample ballot and then I got the candidate statements. Um, so yeah, keep an eye out for that. But my final thoughts are obviously they, they wanted all the big hitters to come out and say something about this, especially on the left. Um, Elizabeth Warren was running around DC, like a, a mad woman screaming and, and yelling, uh, she had really lost it, and then you have a bunch of other candidates or uh, candidates and Democratic politicians who are also coming out and saying uh, everything about this. Gavin Newsom. Um, the one thing that scares me is that they are now turning Roe into an excuse to achieve the radical agenda that they wanted two years ago, which was they want to expand the court, uh, they want to break the filibuster um and those are probably things they're going to try and run on that say but expanding the court is not very popular with Americans so the idea of even Joe Biden did not want to say he would expand the court when he was running against Donald Trump um so it's not a it's not a winning strategy to want to expand the court and most people don't know what the filibuster is anyway so in terms of whether this will change the midterm election will have an effect maybe i it will it will galvanize the people who were already going to vote blue anyway Um, But when it comes down to it, you know, you look at the Dow in the past couple days, it was down a thousand points yesterday. It was down, I think, three or four hundred points today. uh, The housing bubble is starting to collapse um, or has been popped. Um, There's a lot of economic pain on the horizon, unfortunately, for America. And when people are paying five or six dollars for gas and it could go higher still, I don't know how many people are going to remember back to early May and say, well, you know, I know I'm paying $6 for gas. I know I'm, you know, my house is worth half of what it is. And, you know, I know my retirement account is basically in the crapper, but I want to make sure I vote to keep abortions top of my list. I I just don't see it as a top kitchen table issue for a lot of people. Agreed. And it's a long way you know in today's political climate between now and november is like a lifetime it's an eternity there's so much time we haven't even really fired up all the primaries yet to know who's running Um, so we'll see but it's definitely rejuvenated the Democratic Party who seemed like they had nothing going into these midterms and they're they're pouncing on it because they know it's their only chance possibly to get people out to the polls Um, so that's my final thoughts perfect awesome any other any other things you want to throw in there or uh plug away to let people know where they can go find you
2: sure Uh, if people want to stay connected on twitter and cynthia kawi so it's c-y-n-t-h-i-a then my last name is k-a-u-i or you can find me on instagram thank you
1: yeah. And as always, we do uh, two podcasts. We do coffee and California politics every Wednesday morning at 9 a.m. over on Instagram, where we sit and we chat. We talk about California politics over coffee. Um, it's live on Instagram, so you can enjoy the conversation over there. And then there's always these other podcasts where we have guests and we sit and we chat about stuff like this or videos. You know, it could be anything. So. Uh, And if it's your first time tuning in, thanks for tuning in. You can always find this on YouTube. An audio version will be available on Spotify, Google, Apple, all those places you can get podcasts. Um, If you're a fan of the show uh, and you want to support it, we just launched a Patreon. You can go to patreon.com forward slash California Underground for as little as, what do they say? The line is always, for the price of a coffee a month, you could support independent California news. For five dollars a month um and there's other ranges going up if you want to get free merchandise and stuff like that if not the best thing you can do to support this program just text someone text someone that you know who would like this show and say hey you should check out california underground um i think you would enjoy it so that's basically it so thanks everyone have a great weekend and we'll see you on the next one later